Welcome to the Grace for the Growth podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Leo. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you on your own growth journey by empowering you to live your life with authenticity, freedom, and confidence. We will get real and raw as we dive into honest conversations about life, faith, business, relationships, dating, healing, and so much more. My goal is that you would walk away from our time together feeling a little less alone, a little less crazy, and a little more brave to be yourself. I hope you will find yourself more compassionate to past you, challenged as present you, and excited for future you. Embrace the story. Welcome the messy of it all. Sit in the unknown. And most importantly, live authentically. So pull up a chair in my virtual living room and let's dive into today's conversation. Hey friend, welcome to the virtual living room. I'm excited to have you back in here. Full transparency, I had a plan for what I was going to release today. I have a lot, like I've been mentioning, I've been meeting with guests, interviewing guests, and I have a lot of content getting ready Um, to come out to you. And just as I was thinking and um, just processing for this week, I just felt the need to call an audible and change what I originally thought was going to be this week. Uh, So I'm recording this the night before release (laughs) and it'll be released on Friday, good Friday. And um, yeah, that's just, that's just as real as it's getting today. But um, I cannot shake this feeling. And as I was just preparing for um, you know, this week and shifting my mind around Easter and Good Friday and all of that kind of stuff. I just, Easter, the thought of Easter has just changed and developed for me over the years. And I feel like it's gotten deeper and richer and has so many layers and so many levels. Um, of course, Easter is the story of the resurrection and sacrifice and just so many, so many things that we reflect on, um, this time of year. And, and I grew up Christian. And so Easter is, uh, I saw a meme this week that was like Easter's church prom, get ready for church prom. So like, it's just kind of been normal. And, and then when I worked, worked at a church full time, Easter Super Bowl, And so, you know, you're doing like three extra services and big productions and the whole nine yards. And, and so Easter has meant different things to me in different seasons, obviously outside of it being a moment to be full of gratitude and, and remember the death and resurrection of Christ, um, and celebrating that. But but yeah, like I said, there have just been a lot of different layers and reminding me of it. And, and I think especially thinking about Good Friday, you know, I think growing up, there was just this thought of Good Friday is just this, you know, doom and gloom, rain and dark beating, like just sadness. Um, and the older I've gotten and the more, I've grown in my walk with the Lord, the more I realize that Good Friday feels like it happens a lot. (laughs) And let me explain. It feels like there are so many moments where there is this sense of hopelessness, that there's this sense of, I'm at the end of my rope. There's this sense of, um, I don't see a way out of this. I thought this was going to be different. Um, 
a sense of grief, a sense of uh, missed expectations, a sense of loss, a sense of like thinking about the Easter story and Easter weekend, not just being about my salvation and what we know now, like not just being about the spoiler alert, the full event, you know, but, but being about the the moment and the grief and just trying to put myself in the Jewish people and the disciples minds of what they were experiencing and feeling that weekend. Um, I've talked about the chosen a few different times and the chosen has helped me realize and learn that I'm not that much different from the disciples. Um, at least feel not as different maybe than when I originally felt or originally thought. And so I, yeah, I just, I think just like putting, trying to put myself in those shoes and in those times. And what would it feel like if I thought that this was the King of the Jews, that I felt like this was the answer, that this was the Messiah. This was the one fulfilling all the prophecies. This is what I thought was going to happen. This is what all the signs were pointing towards. And yet there's just this utter grief. And here even, I'm sure there were even moments like as he was being arrested that like, oh, he's going to come out of this. Like he's just, he's being beat now, but like, he's just going to like come on with a big old like swing and a punch in him face and he's going to escape and he's going to get out of it. And I don't know. I just, just the defeat and the, this is not how I thought it was going to be. And I don't know. I just, I feel like I can relate with that moment a lot. I feel like I can relate with it a lot. And so this year and even in previous years, I try to, I try to allow myself to sit in that grief a little bit and to sit in those moments that feel hopeless, um, to sit in those moments that might feel sadder, that might feel like this is not what I thought, um, and great did a lot of times that that looks like my singleness, but sometimes it looks like my career. Sometimes it looks like relationships, and you know that's not how I thought this is gonna plan out play out. You know, I thought that this job was gonna be my you know forever job, and it didn't work out that way. I thought this situation was gonna go different. I thought this relationship was gonna go different. I thought this friendship was a friend for life. You know, I just I think there's just a lot we can relate to. So. What I'm getting at, what I want to do today, I don't think this will be long, but again, I always say that and I always go long. So who actually knows? But um, I wrote something several years ago. uh, Let's see, five years ago um, on Easter weekend. And um, I don't know. I was just reflecting on it today and I want to read it. Um, It's called Hold On, It's Coming, (laughs) which... uh, I've preached on the concept of hold on. I've talked about the concept of holding on hope. It's kind of become really just a a common language for me, a common message for me to share. And so um, anyways, it's called hold on. It's coming. It's the first time I wrote about hold on. And so I want to read it. Remember this happened. This was written five years ago. Um, I want to read it for you and then I want to share a few extra thoughts and just kind of invite you into this space of grief and loss of expectations, but also hope at the same time Um, and hope that Sunday is coming, hope that something different is coming around the corner. Um, So I'm just going to read this for us us, um, and share share some thoughts for you. Here we go. 
For the four years I was in college in Florida, I was ready to leave. I hated the humidity and climate. I just wanted to be somewhere where summer wasn't 10 months long and every day didn't have a quote chance of rain. Then gradually something shifted. My body adjusted and I got used to it. I figured out the products to make my hair prepared for a, raisin- for a rainy day or a blazing sunny day. These last few months have been my first real winter season in Tennessee. <laughs> Remind you, this is five years ago. Um, it's my first real winter season in Tennessee. And of course, with my luck, it's been one of the coldest winters East Tennessee has had for a while. For Christmas, I got an ice scraper, a heated blanket, and a space heater. I've used the blanket in... At the blanket heater and space heater almost every day. Basically, I'm cold. <laughs> Everyone keeps telling me, quote, hang in there, spring is coming. But every time it gets up to 70 degrees here, it's followed by another week of 30 degrees. Side note, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that even in 2022 and 2023, that is still my life. 80 degrees, 20 degrees, 70 degrees, 30 degrees. <laughs> Anyways, back to it. A few weeks ago, my pastor was teaching about seasons, and he said, winter is over, spring is coming. Without thinking, I said under my breath, doubt it. Even though it was only me, I felt so convicted. This was beyond me complaining that the fact that it's almost April, I'm still waiting for spring to be here. This was deeper. As these words continued to haunt me, I realized a few things. Spring is here. Technically, it started on March 20th. And it doesn't feel like it most days, but it is here. How many times in our lives are we in a new season, but it just doesn't feel like it quite yet? How many times do we refuse to accept the new season because it just doesn't feel right? Could there be a possibility that there is a process through change? Could could there be a chance that we aren't ready for immediate change? Our weather seasons don't change overnight. The change is gradual and unpredicted from one year to the next. With weather seasons, you have days that tease the warmth here and there, but then it'll be cold again. And suddenly, one day, it'll be warm and it won't be cold again. Spring will be over, or spring will be here, winter will be over, and I'll be ready for it. In our lives, some seasons are defined by a very specific moment or day. You can pinpoint the moment when everything changed. But many times it's a gradual process. We may get hints here and there, but all of a sudden the new season is here and we have to be ready for it. We have to allow our faith to accept the new season, even if it doesn't feel like it yet. A lot can happen in three days. I'll close with this. Easter is tomorrow and this is one of my favorite social media memes. The meme that says a lot can happen in three days. One of my favorite social media memes that circulates every year. It's a great reminder to me that it doesn't take very long for seasons to change, for lives to be transformed, for you to receive some direction. If you're in a season that you're begging to get out of, hold on. The next one is coming, and it may not even be that far away. I could write an entire blog series on all of the life-changing moments that have happened over the course of 72 hours. You never know what is just up ahead. The eternity of humanity was changed in three days. They thought it was over. They thought all hope was lost. But life was coming. Hope was coming. Jesus rose again. He defeated sin and he saved my soul. If I had a time machine, I would go back to those days and say to Jesus' family and followers, hold on, it's coming. Hold on, new life is around the corner. Hold on, your future is about to change forever. Hold on, joy, 
freedom, and hope are coming. I know it's hard to imagine that now, but it is coming. I don't have a time machine, but this message still stands true for you and me. Whatever you're facing today or whatever doubt is standing in front of you, hear these words. Hold on, it's coming. Hold on, new life is around the corner. Hold on, your future is about to change forever. Hold on, joy, freedom, and hope are coming. I know it's hard to imagine that now, but it is coming. I just, I reread that today and I was like, dang, (laughs) okay, you know, and, and in the last five years, my life has completely changed. And if I could go back to Courtney five years ago on Easter, there's a lot I would tell her. Um, There was a lot that was difficult for her to see. And there is a lot of, girl, just you wait. The next five years are going to be some of the hardest, but some of the life-giving moments that you have. And so here's, here's I guess, where, where I'm going with today is that our life is made up of a lot of different seasons and a lot of different chapters. And I think a lot of times we, it's very easy to try to wish away chapters or try to get to the end or get to the next one. And I just feel encouraged and want to remind you that you're on time. You're not behind. You're not lacking. You're not failing. Like you're on time. And this isn't going to last forever. I don't know why I just feel that, but like this isn't going to last forever. Whatever you're facing today, good or bad, it's, it's a season. It's a moment. It's fleeting. And so if you need hope today, I hope I hope that you can that you can grab onto this hope. That there is a timeline that doesn't make sense to the human mind. It's God's timeline. It's one that has a bigger purpose in mind. It's one that has seasons and chapters of Develop personal development and growth and stories and more people that you need to meet along the way. And what you might think is a detour is actually a path to promise. What you might think is, is a huge barrier is actually the solution to what God is leading you to. I've talked about it before, but I, when I talk about hold on and I won't get into all of it, but a lot of times when I talk about hold on, I talk about the, um, the Israelites crossing the Red Sea and how they were just complaining and let's go back. This is hard. Like, I don't see a solution. There's this big Red Sea in front of us. We're going to die. Let's go back to being slaves. And uh, what happens is they, they get to cross the Red Sea and what looked like death and destruction in front of them was actually the pathway to promise. And so maybe what you're facing today isn't isn't anything that feels massive, or maybe it is something that feels massive. Like, hold on, press in, lean in, lean into your community, lean into your mentors. Most importantly, lean into the Lord. God, what do you want me to learn from this? What are you trying to show me? What do you want me to see in this season? I'm going to hold on to hope. Sometimes we can't see what's next. It's Friday night. 
and the answer and the solution, what we thought was our redeemer and our, and our savior, the Messiah coming to save us from the Roman soldiers is gone and dead. Sometimes we just sit there in our own Friday nights wondering, well, that's not what I thought was going to happen. Well, I thought this was something really good and now it feels like a dead end. Oh, I thought this was the answer. I thought freedom was the answer, yet we're going to die in front of the Red Sea at the hands of the Egyptians. Oh, I thought this relationship was the answer, but it just completely ended out of nowhere. What if that relationship ending taught you more about who you are, helped you find your voice, and helped you walk in a confidence, a brand new confidence, and set you on a road to healing that's going to set you up for the healthiest future marriage and relationship that ever possible, ever that you could ever imagine? What if this transition in your job that feels like this dead end, this toxic boss, this firing, this shift, not getting that promotion actually helps you become more open and more aware and more available for the next and for God's provision? What if the failure of this dream or the door shut here is actually not just a window open? Sometimes you're like a door shut here and a window a window opens here. No. What if the door shutting just means that actually the roof blows up and just it's just explosion of blessing and abundance? I'm really leaning into this concept of abundance this year. Understanding that sometimes I try to control the way that God shows up and the way God blesses me and that he wants to bless me in amazing ways. But sometimes that means that there has to be something taken away to create more space for what he wants to do. Sometimes that means that my plan has to get rattled and shook up a little bit. Sometimes when I think I have found the solution, God's like, girl, you just wait and see. Think about the disciples. I thought Jesus was the solution. I thought Jesus was going to, save us from the Romans, (laughs) that dream died, literally. But what they didn't know is that Jesus wasn't here to save them from the Romans and build an empire against the Romans. No, Jesus was here to save humanity from damnation to fulfill prophecies to redeem to heal to restore to save gosh what a different expectation i don't even think they were expecting that their loss of expectation of what they thought their warrior was going to be their savior was going to be who he actually was as a warrior and savior, an eternal savior, it's a game changer. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel this real big need today, clearly called an audible on this recording, to remind you that the pivots, the detours, the shut doors, the grief, the pain, 
hold on. Don't lose hope. God's not punishing you. God's not neglecting you. He's right there with you. And he's holding your hand. You just hang in there a little longer. I know it's so cliche. Hold on. It just gets a little better. But it's real. It's real. Lean on people. Don't do this alone. Lean on people. Press in. Get you some board of advisors and wisdom and mentors. Find you some community. Find you some people to talk to. Lean in. Press in. Hold on. I have story after story after story of the way that God showed up way differently than I ever expected. And I'm so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad that I held in, held on there, that I, I didn't let go of what he's promised, of what he's said, of how he sees me, how he loves me. And I didn't let go of what the, the dreams he's promised me, the visions he's given me. I'm so thankful I didn't release those. And I held on to hope. Even if my expectations weren't met, even when things didn't pan out the way that I thought, I'm so grateful I did. So, that's all I got for you today. Look, it was 20 minutes, but still one of the shorter episodes. (laughs) Anyways, can I say happy Good Friday? Is that a thing? I don't know. Happy Good Friday. Happy early Easter. Sunday's coming. Your Sunday is coming. Sunday's coming when we celebrate Easter, but what you're facing right now, the sadness that you feel, the death of a dream that you feel, hold on. Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. I love you. I really do. And Um, I'm here. I'm in your corner. I hope this encourages you and helps you feel a little less alone. Um, If you need me, let me know. If you need somebody to talk to, if you need somebody to process this with, or if you want to hear more stories, um, let me know. I have my virtual coffee chats open and available. Um, I've, I've made them the most accessible they've ever been before. So I'll put the link in the show notes. You can always find all the links in my Instagram bio. Um, but I just, I'm here to walk with you and uh, here to encourage you. So let me know, message me if this, uh, what stands out to you, if this encourages you. This is for someone, <laughs> someone listening on the other side of this podcast because the Lord came to me and told me to throw out my plan and do this episode. So I hope in my obedience that encouraged you and made a difference in your day. All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with me and I will see you next week on Grace for the Growth. Thanks for listening to the Grace for the Growth podcast with Courtney Leo. I hope that this conversation encouraged you and inspired you on your own growth journey and as you pursue a life full of authenticity and freedom. I want to encourage you to interact with us on social media at Grace for the Growth. 
and at Courtney Y. Leo. Also, if you've got any ideas, way that these episodes have impacted you or encouraged you, I want to invite you to either DM us or email us at hello at graceforthegrowth.com. Until next time, I challenge you to embrace your story, welcome the messy, sit in the unknown, and live authentically. Bye-bye now.